Hi, this is an audio recording of an online Resilience Practices class facilitated by Frank Baird on May 26th, 2021. The topic for this class is how to do nothing. This audio recording is made available to you free for your benefit and enjoyment. Hi, everyone. Welcome to tonight's Resilience Practices class. I'm your facilitator, Frank Baird. And I'll start by reminding you of what resilience is. It's the capacity and the flexibility with which we meet life, and especially challenges in life. And it's made up of a number of interrelated skills And we're going to practice one of those skills tonight. The topic for today's class is doing nothing. So I hope you arrived prepared to do absolutely nothing. So here's the challenge with doing nothing. One is we're always doing something. And usually doing nothing means something like what I'm doing is nothing of importance or what I'm doing isn't worth talking about, or isn't very interesting. But we don't always know that that's what we mean when we say we're doing nothing. And then sometimes when we want to relax, we have a hard time relaxing, because what we notice is we're doing something. I'm doing a lot of thinking. I'm doing a lot of feeling. I'm doing, there's a lot going on around me, so I'm not doing nothing. I'd really like to do nothing. So tonight, we're going to pay attention to what we're doing and try to do as little as possible. So we're not going to do nothing, but we're going to do as little as possible or more accurately, we're going to do some specific doings. So one of the ways to start this effort is with mindful attention, noticing what are you doing right now? And you can ask yourself this question anywhere, anytime. And then I like to do what's called uh, sometimes a four-point check-in. What am I doing right now? So part of that is, where's my attention? Another aspect of that might be something we've practiced here, which is noticing the world around me, the immediate environment, what's going on there, and how am I relating to what's going on there, And then another point in the four-point check-in is noticing the thinking is going on. Noticing the thinking that is happening right here, right now. And then the third point in a four-point check-in is noticing the emotions that are happening, if any. And then the fourth one is noticing what's going on in my body. So just, I mean, you can do this in like two or three seconds. Sometimes it's helpful to linger a little bit and really kind of settle into paying attention so that you're not just like skipping over noticing what's going on or registering what's going on, especially if some of what's going on is subtle or kind of quiet. So by paying mindful attention, you go, what am I doing right now? And because I'm paying mindful attention, I have a choice. Am I going to continue doing what I'm doing or am I going to do something else? So sometimes I ask myself the question, do I want to do this? 
do I want to continue to do this? And sometimes it's, mm, what else would I like to do? So I might want to do something else because it's um, needed right now. I'm doing some work and I'm not concentrating on my work. So maybe I need to stop doing the daydreaming and redirecting my attention to the work. Or let's say it's after work and I'd like to be relaxing and instead I'm still paying attention to thoughts about work or my body still configured around the energy and effort at work. And I might go, yeah, you know, now that I've noticed this is what's happening, I'd like to do something different. So what am I doing right now? And would I like to do something different or continue to do what I'm doing? And then there's always the question, can you? Because sometimes I'd like to be doing something different and I can't. The best example for me is sometimes I'd like to be doing sleep. And right now, for a variety of reasons, I'm not doing sleep. It could be because my body's tense or excited. It could be because I'm paying attention to a lot of thinking or even if I'm not paying attention to the thinking, maybe there's a lot of thinking happening and it's keeping me awake. So you have a choice with mindful attention. You may not always have the skill to do the thing you'd like to do, but at least if you know you want to continue to do what you're doing, great, you're doing it. Carry on. And if you want to do something else, even if you don't know how to do it or you don't have the skill to do it yet, by paying mindful attention, you can at least start to engage in some efforts that interrupt what you're doing and maybe make it possible to do the other thing you'd rather be doing. So in my example of sleep, it might be that... um, I'm mindfully aware that there's a lot of thinking going on, not particularly paying attention to it. It's keeping me awake and I'd like to be going to sleep. So then maybe what I can do is do some of the practices we've talked about here that might invite sleep, that might either help my attention be focused on something more soothing, more conducive to sleep, or um, something that might interrupt all of that intense, demanding thinking. So the general efforts we make in any of these resilience practices and in mindful practices is making a gentle effort to be present with whatever is here. So that's the overarching effort, right? Uh, All the other efforts are contained in that. A gentle effort to be present with whatever's here. So we can do that in a number of different ways, a number of different practices, a number of different efforts, but they're all organized around, can I be here with whatever is here? Because it's here and because I'm here and I have to be here. So can I make a gentle effort? So not forcing myself, not getting mad at myself, not um, striving too hard, a gentle effort to be as present as possible with whatever's present with me. So some of the efforts that we make are noticing where our attention is, because whatever we're paying attention to is going to have the biggest impact on our experience in the present moment. So noticing where our attention is is really important because if my attention is someplace it needs to be, 
So let's say my attention is focused on something unpleasant, and I um, I might notice that, yeah, I really need to pay attention and make a friendly, gentle effort to be with whatever this unpleasantness is, because I need to work through this. Or uh, I have some dogs that um, need some medication, and so we wrap their medication in some, uh, we, we try to trick them and it doesn't work. We wrap it into some lunch meat and um, they love the lunch meat and they hate the medicine. And you know, the, you're familiar with this metaphor, right? It's really good for them to take the medicine. They're older, their bodies are achy. They feel a lot better when they get the medicine, but it tastes awful. So if you notice your attention is, oh, this is awful. This is awful. You might notice that the invitation is to stay engaged because you need to, it's good for you, or you need to work through it, or you want to work through it. And sometimes you might notice my attention is on something unpleasant, and really, I don't need to be paying attention to this. I think especially of like anxiety and ruminating around the 10,000 ways that awful things are going to happen. Um, so I might notice that, and then it's a good idea to disengage and redirect my attention. One of the other efforts that we're making is cultivating a friendly attitude. Can I have a friendly attitude toward what's happening? Another kind of another way of considering this is not taking things personally. Now, I, I think trying to not do anything is harder than trying to cultivate something, and especially trying to not, not take something personally because it's a, it's a fine line noticing the difference between it's happening to me personally and whether it's personal, meaning I am specifically targeted. So cultivating a friendly attitude, again, notice it's cultivating. I may not have as friendly an attitude as I want or need, but can I be making that gentle effort at cultivating a friendly attitude toward my experience and toward me, the being having the experience? Because Really, harshness doesn't serve me at all. It, it, being mean to myself is not motivating and um, doesn't help me accomplish anything. In fact, it, um, it impedes uh, any accomplishments or any efforts I'm making because of the negative aspect of it. Another effort is leaning in the direction of being with whatever's happening by accepting or allowing or welcoming or embracing so again, notice these are action words, cultivating a friendly attitude, leaning in the direction. I may not be able to grow a friendly attitude right now, and I may not be able to get very far into uh, acceptance or allowing what's happening, but that's the effort. And the effort is always friendly. Can I try this? Uh, whether I'm successful or not, you know, remains to be seen. Maybe I've got the skill to do it, or maybe whatever it is I'm making contact with right now, it's more or less difficult, but I'm leaning in the direction of being with it by practicing accepting, practicing leaning into accepting. And then another effort is cultivating curiosity about what's happening. Mostly we're busy judging what's happening. It's like, oh, this or that, right? That's based on its um, feeling tone, whether it's pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. And for us, that becomes like it, don't like it, or don't care. And the, the 
the challenge with judging things is that we feel like we're done. Once we've evaluated it and judged it, we're finished with that phenomena, except that sometimes the phenomena goes on. So instead of judging, can I be curious? Because curiosity is going to help me stay in contact with the direct contact with the phenomena that's happening. And it can become, you can get to a place where whether it's pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral is less important to you. That curiosity, in a way, is, um, I'm trying to think of the right words here. It's really nice. Curiosity it, uh, um, it is a way of promoting interest in phenomena that's happening. Like, what's happening now? Where is it happening? What's happening next? How is that interrelated with this? How am I relating to the phenomena that's happening? By cultivating curiosity, there's always something at least a little interesting in what's going on instead of judging and trying to get away from or trying to get past. Or sometimes one of the things that happens without curiosity is we just get irritated because I judged this thing, this phenomena, and it's still here bothering me. We tend not to have this problem with pleasant things, but where we get into trouble with judging pleasant things is we go, that's really nice. And then we notice it's impermanent. So cultivating curiosity about what's happening keeps us in closer contact with what's actually happening, not just how we feel or think about what's happening. So we're going to do this practice now, and we're going we're gonna to make an effort at doing as little as possible. We're not going to do nothing because nothing isn't possible to do, but we're going to do as little as possible. And the easiest way to do this practice is just listen to my voice. Listen to my voice and notice what happens. So I invite you now to find a comfortable posture. You can do this practice sitting, standing, or lying down. You can do it walking or moving. And your eyes can be open or closed, whichever you feel most comfortable with. And I want to say a word about any discomfort that you might be feeling now or that might come up during the practice. If you remember that the goal of practice is making a gentle effort to be with whatever is present. So if something unpleasant is arising, uh, it's helpful to take up an attitude that that's not an obstacle to practice. That's the thing to practice with. But it's use your judgment about whether you're practicing with it or whether you've just been triggered into reactivity. So do whatever you need to do to be present and comfortable enough and practicing. If you're triggered into reactivity, there's no benefit to doing it. You're just triggered into reactivity. So put it down, come back later. Come back later in the practice when it's not so daunting or come back another time practice another time. Part of this effort is trusting your judgment. So with that said, let's do this practice. So <clears throat> you might start by taking a slow, deep breath in, inhaling slowly and fully. And then pause just for a moment when your lungs are full, just a moment. 
and then exhale slowly, fully. And you might take another deep breath, breathing in fully, filling the lungs. And as you exhale, exhale the air and any tension, tightness, any stress that you can breathe out, breathe it out. Exhale any tension, tightness, stress. You won't be able to exhale all of it. But if it helps, take another deep breath, slowly, fully. And with the next exhalation, again, let go of as much tension or tightness or stress as you can. Now you might move attention around your body. Just notice what it feels like to be here now. Feeling any sensations that make themselves known to you. And if you notice any tension or tightness anywhere in the body, you might make a gentle, friendly effort to let go of as much of that as you can. Often the body is holding tension or tightness from something earlier in the day and that isn't needed right now. Sometimes there's tension or tightness in the body held there in anticipation of something that might happen later. And for now, that tension, that tightness, it's not needed yet. So if you can, let go of it for now. And sometimes our body holds tension and tightness out of habit. One of the benefits of mindful awareness is now you have a choice. Do I leave it there or do I see, do I try to let it go? So noticing and friendly, gentle effort to let go of as much of it as you can. You might feel the body breathing 
You might feel how the body breathes on its own. You don't have to make it breathe. You don't have to manage the breathing by breathing in any particular way. But so often when the mind focuses on something, it wants to mess with it. It wants to improve it, correct it, change it. So in terms of doing as little as possible, you might bring attention to breathing and just feel it happening. The only thing that has to happen right now is breathing. Thinking about breathing doesn't have to happen. Maybe it is. It doesn't have to. Judging how you're breathing, judging doesn't have to happen. Trying to manage or control the breathing might be happening right now, doesn't have to. So the effort here is making a gentle, friendly effort to feel breathing happening and to just feel breathing happening. One thing that usually does have to happen is attention wanders off or gets pulled away. Attention has to be somewhere, and somewhere it's where we intend it to be or want it to be, and a lot of times not. So inevitably, it will move. And so in an effort to do the least possible right now, notice when attention is somewhere else and gently invite it back to feeling breathing happening. Let breathing be a place to rest attention to focus attention, to restart the effort at paying attention.
Noticing where attention is now. Sometimes we'll judge ourselves because attention is somewhere else. And you don't need to do the judging right now. The judging isn't necessary. It might be happening. There might be a habit of judging that is facilitating it happening. So if attention is somewhere else, maybe the judgment is negative. Oh, I got away. Oh, I failed to concentrate. Or if attention is right where you meant it to be, you might be celebrating. I did it. Yay me. The judgment isn't necessary right now. So in an effort to do as little as possible, gently bring attention back to breathing. And just feel breathing happening. Notice where attention is now. If you really want to do as little as possible right now, you might let your attention be wherever it is. Not require it to be with breathing, not necessarily bringing it back to feeling breathing happening. Sometimes that gentle effort is helps with doing as little as possible. And sometimes the effort to keep noticing and redirecting attention feels like effort. So if you'd like, instead of focusing on breathing, instead of noticing where your attention is, you might come back to this question, what am I doing right now?
So the meditation anchor, the attention anchor here is the awareness that you're doing something. And letting it be. Letting it be regardless of whether it's pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. Whether you think you should be doing it, whether that's considered part of the meditation practice or not. Whether you're doing it well, whether you like it, don't like it, don't care. Regardless of pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. What am I doing? What am I doing? You might notice sometimes asking that question also invites the judge or the critic in. Whatever it is I'm doing, I shouldn't be doing it, or I should be doing it better. The judge, the critic, isn't needed right now. Can you notice what you're doing? And just keep doing it. Can you be with whatever it is you're doing right now? Maybe you can, maybe you can't. But for this practice, making a gentle, friendly effort to do as little as possible. What am I doing right now?
am I doing now? What's the least I could be doing right now? I have to breathe. Maybe there's thinking happening. Do I have to pay attention to it? Do I have to get involved in it? Do I have to try to stop it? Can I leave it alone? Maybe there's some emotions happening. Do I have to engage with them? Do I have to try to stop them? Can I just be with them? Can I leave them alone? Maybe there are some physical sensations happening and maybe I have to feel them. But I might notice, am I thinking about them, judging them? Do I have emotions about them? Can I let the sensations be sensations? And for now, the duration of this practice, or for the next 10 seconds, can I let the sensations be what they are? Maybe I can, maybe I can't. What's the least I can do? Sometimes when people are making an effort to do as little as possible, they make a lot of effort to do as little as possible. If you notice that you're efforting, is it the kind of effort that's necessary right now? Or can you let go of some of that? You have to feel breathing happening. Or I should say this, 
Breathing has to happen. You may not feel it. So breathing has to happen. What am I doing? What's the least I can do right now? Including, what's the least effort at doing the least? And if you find yourself thinking about that, do you need to be thinking about it right now? Maybe, maybe not. As we near the end of our practice for now, you might bring attention to yourself. And if you can, can you view yourself, experience yourself with a friendly, gentle attitude? And if you'd like, maybe express some appreciation to yourself for making this effort at practicing a resilience skill, making this effort to pay attention to yourself, making as little effort as you can or need to. And to end our practice, if your eyes are closed, you might open them. You might move your head around, especially if you spend all day looking at screens. You might shrug your shoulders, stretch, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, yawn. And this will conclude our practice for today. Thank you for your practice. It's nice to be here together.